Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. Watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast. They're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. They're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doin', your absolute favorite Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. And now, here's one of your hosts, the most adorable critter in all of the intergalactic galaxy, Felipe. And I am not alone. As always, I am joined by someone who also has a mustache, but only for translation purposes. It is William Davis. Will, how are you doing? Yeah, this this whole time, if, if I shave it once, the only thing you'll ever hear out of me again is meep. Meep indeed. Or wah. I feel like you could get a while. And we are not alone. We are also joined by the lovely Naomi Calhoun, who is also voiced by Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah. Are we going to, what are we going to alphabetical? Not, Navi's the and credit. You clearly missed a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, look, I'm a busy woman. Uh, I am so excited to be back. This is going to rock and roll. Uh, what a great episode to talk about. And, um, I just have to say, uh, Felipe, you did not appreciate how good Will's uh, Waluigi was. That was really good. Oh, I heard it earlier this morning, too. So It was really yeah. good. Um, yes, yeah, so we got Naomi, who was voiced by Lorenzo Lamas. But more importantly, our prestigious and credit for every podcast, it is Navi, someone who would never disrespect Senor Frau like that. I don't know. Maybe I would. Uh, he was pretty fugly. Uh, I <laughs> if you don't have a Twitter to bully him. Yeah, wow. well, maybe that was a preemptive suspension because they knew I would have bullied Senior Frog. <laughs> also, I love that our guest is doing laundry. I'm not doing laundry. I'm putting away my laundry because I don't feel like ironing later. So I got to make sure that I put it all away so it doesn't get wrinkly. The but I'll be done in a second. I'm almost done. All the same. The, the priorities on this woman. Well, look, I recorded a podcast earlier today, and then I did my laundry, and here we are. So I still had a great time watching the episode, and I cannot wait to talk about it. Yeah, so first things first, Naomi, uh, why this episode? Didn't you tell me to watch this episode? I don't well, know. Me- I, I-, <laughs> I think this was a Naomi episode that you wanted regardless, even if I said Yes, I love Meep. Cool. Meep was a, like a, Meep was very visceral. I feel like I saw Meep from a distance. You know, I was probably too old at this point to still be watching Phineas and Ferb. 
And I was like, oh, Meep seems really funny. I never actually got to watch this episode. Um, and it's a slam dunk. It's a perfect episode of Phineas and Ferb. And um, I love Meep. Like, I understand why everyone's obsessed. Yeah. We absolutely I was so Meep. worried after after the last couple episodes, like the, the one we recorded earlier today. I was like, am, am I just being too critical? Is this show not as good as I thought it was? Was this whole podcast a bad idea? Are these all just going to be mediocre episodes? But then we get to this and I'm like, oh no, I'm I'm excited about this show again. I loved this episode. This episode was fantastic. I mean, it, we got Balloony in this episode. We got peak Doofenshmirtz. Meep was on fire. Like, I think they were hitting. They had to put in a couple snoozers so that we could like have this energy again. Um, so let's get started with the recap. Unless Navi, do you have any sense memories of Meep growing up? No, I remember this episode very vividly. I'm glad that we finally got around to covering it. I do think this is the best episode we've covered so far in season two. Easily. Oh, season two. Okay. Is it the best Mm -hmm. episode overall? It might be. It's close for me. It's up there for sure. I think, I think it's about time is still probably my favorite just because I've seen it the most, but hmm. Another Naomi Calhoun special. Woohoo! Uh, it's about time, really? Better than this? This it's is about David Williams. About... <laughs> you know, like this is David Williams in it. You know. True, but it's about time has Peter the Panda. Ah, uh, Peter the Panda. I can't. I can't do this really well. It's fine. Peter the Panda robbed King from uh, Brand Steel. <laughs> yeah, um, but let's get into the the recap. So we start off the title card. Exterior, night, space. Lorenzo Lamas as Meep. Episode 38 of the Chronicles of Meep. More than meets the eye. So (laughs) this, I just want to get your interpretation. So this is an episode of the Chronicles of Meep more so than an episode of Phineas and Ferb, right? Because like Uh, this is from Meep's perspective and then so this airs in Meep's home planet? Or is it just like a series of events? Por que no las dos? It can be both. Yes. Um, so then we go there oh, and we go down to Earth. Phineas and Fur were playing remote control baseball um, and they're, they're throwing the ball back and forth. It's strike. And Phineas then drops a don't judge a book by its cover. And then Candace is immediately cut to her. She's judging all the books by their covers. Um, oh, and- I just got that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> And then, uh, Navi, as a book lover, did this offend you? No, I am a sucker for a really pretty uh, cover for a book, so I get where Candace is coming from. Yeah, they also look like library books, like the like the that you find in the stacks for research, the ones that she mm-hmm. had. So let's just be honest there. But Candace is judging the books, and Linda's like, oh, "Okay, I'm gonna go help your father at the antique store." By the way, you have this male. Uh, it's a bungaroo thing and she's like oh my god the bungaroos they're amazing even the bettys have one I, need to call bun- I thought it was bangaroo bangaroo Bang- sorry bangaroo yeah bangaroo. i wrote <laughs> listen my chicken scratch is sometimes illegible uh but yeah she drops a betty's reference and so she's gonna call stacy and stacy uh this this had big avatar energy of the mishmash of the animals stacy got a bunny bear which is adorable and then Candace is like, yeah, I got a cow and a frog, Senior Fraug. And then, Navi, do you want to describe Senior Fraug? I think uh, she already did. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's senior Frog is an abomination. Listen, 
I would pick that Pokemon. Im- important question. Uh, is Candace a weeb? I think she is because <laughs> in, the, in the Marvel episode, she she definitely is also into some like manga. I feel like Candace is like it's like the Tamagotchi phase or like a mm. Webkin phase all rolled into one. But yeah, yeah I would yeah. buy it. Did y'all ever buy the Club Penguin Puffins? I wanted one so bad, but my parents were like, no, why are we wasting money on this? Why Actually, we, yeah. my best friend bought me two Club Penguin, like stuffed penguins, although I would have loved a puffle. Um, and we were really, we were playing Club Penguin in like high school for fun. <laughs> and she bought me two of them. So it came with like money. So I was on like Club Penguin Premium for like a couple months and it oh, ruled. Yeah. The, the surfs game. The best, the pizza game, amazing. Love, the fire I and love ice Club game. Penguin. I was kind of um, sad. I've gone back and tried to make like a Neopets account sometimes, and it just doesn't hit the same. But like Club Penguin slaps. Well, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Club Penguin. Uh, also, uh, during the the beginning of Zoom classes last April, uh, we got in this. Uh, we started playing Webkins in class, and then we ended up in a group text of like fifteen of the like twenty people in our class, just talking about Webkins. And I could probably still find actually no, because I have a new phone, but. Uh, and then one of my friends brought this up recently. I was like, I forgot that we played Webkins in class one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, so if you had to mishmash two animals, either avatar style or this kind of style, what, what two animals would you pick? Ooh. Mm. Maybe like a platypus and a penguin, make it like a platypenguin. And like, I don't know, like something, something that's got a distinct about a, about a panda. Yeah, I would, I would, I would put together a duck and a beaver, and it'd get some animal that's got like the bill of a duck, but the tail of a beaver. A semi-aquatic mammal, maybe. It'd, it'd look a lot like a platypus, really. <laughs> Can you put Will backstage, Felipe? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> gonna make me uh, laugh every time. So yeah, uh, Candace is like cows and frogs shouldn't date. Um. Well, so, they, they would have to do more than date to produce yeah. that, Candace. I think Candace should be old <laughs> enough to know that shit. How old is she? Like 16? Yeah. The parents have done a terrible job if she doesn't know how that works. <laughs> um, but And then uh, Phineas and Ferb, they're playing more remote control baseball. Speaking of like uh, base, uh, I don't know what I was going for there. Anyways, Phineas and Ferb are playing baseball and they crash Meep's ship. Um, and they're like, and Meep pops out and he's like, Meep. Um, so Phineas sorry, what was he like, Felipe? Meep. Right, Meep. sorry. Got it. Meep. <laughs> Meep. Meep. Um, Phineas and Ferb, they want to rebuild Meep's ship and reunite Meep with his dad. Or so they think it's his dad. Um, it's so... literally the least they could do. They straight up shot that kid out of the sky. Like, yeah. it's, the, it's the least they could do to rebuild his spaceship. Exactly. No, that common courtesy at least. Um, so, but then Candace comes outside with her bangaroo and Meep is there and they bond and she, she's like, oh, it's a, it's a bangaroo that makes noise. Uh, but don't, don't interfere with my bangaroo convection. Um, and then Meep disappears, but not before running into Perry and they have a moment together. Um, honestly, I would watch the Meep and Perry spinoff. Who would win in a fight, Perry or Meep? Meep, because Meep can shoot rainbows Meep, out of his mouth. Yeah, Meep, Meep's got that, that cannon. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I know. know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Perry can can outsmart Meep in some way. I don't know. I'm here to state that Meep is a queer icon. Go on. I mean, 
Meep shoots rainbows out of his mouth. That is true. That's true. And Meep is the color of the trans flag. That's true. So Meep there you go. is a queer icon. It's all right there. Has Meep been pride? What? Has yeah, Meep gone to pride? I mean, that's Ooh. maybe that's the Bangaroo convention. Okay. Uh, Meep is kind of a space cop, though. No cops at Pride. Oh, no. I know, oh, but there are no. actually a lot of cops at Pride. Unfortunately. Mm. Perry and Meep, they run into each other before Perry goes downstairs, and he's like, oh, Major Monogram has a mission. Doof has carpets that he's been stealing. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm hysterical because Carl has been my arms the whole time. <laughs> Did you ever do this growing up? All the time. All the time. We used to do this at, at summer camp, like like as a performance, which in retrospect, I'm sorry to my parents for sitting through that. But <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, here's what I want to talk about. Do you guys remember the SpongeBob episode of the International Justice League of Super Acquaintances? Oh, of course. Yes. Yes. Quickster. Right. So, first of all, I was at for Halloween one year at school. Very fun. Who were you? Which one? The Quickster? I was always Sandy Cheeks, obviously. Oh, okay. Um. And there is a photo of that. I'll find it and tweet it somewhere. But more importantly, um, whenever I see Major Monogram come on the screen, the thing that I think of that's embedded into my brain, especially in this one with the arms, is like the makeout reef bit that the guy on the TV <laughs> would do during that episode of SpongeBob. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you want to turn off that part of your brain, but I can't. And I hate that about myself. <laughs> makeout reef. No. Yeah. Felipe, do you not know what I'm talking about? Sorry, no, I got a text about uh, my parents were bothering me. Okay, to... well, forget your parents. Did you watch something that scarred you too young, like Makeout Reef? Uh, James and the Giant Peach. So... <laughs> uh, yeah, that scarred me when I was younger, like a, two weeks younger as well. Um, but anyways, uh, I did have, there was a group of guys in high school who dressed up as uh, the the evil people from that Spongebob episode and the Dirty Bubble costume sent me so much. That's a really good idea. Group costume next year? I'm open. Yeah. Naomi, what's your costume this year? So, um, just talked about this on the fish? Project Runway pod. Fan? No. Um, I'm gonna be, um, so my friends throw a pun Halloween party every year. So I'm going to be um, Animal Crossing Guard. It's tough because it's like nice. it's hard to phrase it, but I'm going to be Tom Nook as a crossing guard. Aww. So mostly Love I'm going to be Tom Nook. Nice. Will's a big Animal Crossing guy. And Navi too. Well, what does that mean? No, you love you. You were in the Animal Crossing ORG. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was. What a genius yeah. idea that was. It was fun. Did you cover it on live reality games? No, we should have. <laughs> I honestly, I made a tribal council in my island. Like, I was really just that bored during quarantine where I was like, all right, let's make tribal council. Nice. Yeah. Um, back to the episode. So, uh, Doof has carpets, um, and that's that's what he, uh, Perry's mission is. So, uh, Phineas continues to neg Isabella when she comes over saying, like, oh, Meep is the cutest person in the world. And she's like, um, but I'm cute. And I was offended for Isabella. Isabella, find a man who respects you for who you are, girl. I at least love that that she's so confident throughout this episode when every time Phineas brings up like, oh, <laughs> something's throwing off the cute meter. 
Isabella's like, no, I know it's me. I'm the cute one here. I, I, I you got to stay in that kind of confidence. We love the self love. Like, I wish I had some of that energy. I need to love myself as much as Isabella loves herself. Yeah. Uh, well, I but uh, I think a very funny like running joke is like every time Finney's like, no, no, it's not that. Shut up. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The negging. This man doesn't doesn't see what's in front of him. The disrespect. Rude. Yeah. You know who does see what's in front of him? Ferb when he sees Vanessa, but that's her later. Um, <laughs> so Stacy pulls up to the front yard, and Stacy's like, "Let's go, Candace." And Meep is there, and she's like, "Oh my God, you have a Meep!" And then Meep, Candace yeets in your frog into the trash, and it's like, "Meep, you're my bangaroo now." Um, so Candace is like, "Yeah, Phineas and Ferb decked him out with a, a voice box." Um, so. Then Meep canonizes Senior Frog, um, burns him to a crisp. Uh, then As we he go, should. yeah, we go to he sends, he sends Senior Frog straight to hell, <laughs> where he belongs, where he fucking belongs. <laughs> yeah, um, we go to Doofenshmirtz carpet building, or no, that's not how it went. Doofenshmirtz evil in carpet raided. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Great joke. Thank you, Naomi. This is why we need you for the puns. It's fine. It's fine. You know, you, you have Will, so I don't know why you need me, but it, it's fine. Because we need we need to balance out the fire signs with the earth signs in this call. I I realized so on on our last recording, I was I was hesitant to say what my other Halloween costume was, but I realize now that this episode will air right, like after. after I've already worn it, so I can I can give it away. Yes. Uh, so I what I was wearing earlier, I have your frog. Uh, no, um, I have a, a long black sleeve t-shirt and then, um, black long sleeve t-shirt. That's how the, those words go. Black long sleeve shirt. Um, and then these, uh, gray, I, I couldn't find cargo pants. And I also said gray when I meant to say green. <gasps> I'm off to a great, I'm off, I'm off to a great start. Are you going to be Kim possible? Are you going to be Buford? Almost, almost black long sleeve shirt green chino pants i've got a like a utility belt that came from a batman costume long red wig and a bowl of penne pasta oh you're doing the demi i'm doing i'm possible. doing one of the demi things i'm doing the you. kim pasta bowl yeah i love it naomi right. uh you didn't listen to our september 21st episode i assume but will plugged uh the demi uh every of course I've been a fan of Demi for so long. Like Electra mm. Lemon on Vine, absolute icon. Like I, I've loved him so much. Uh, and he is just one of the funniest comedians out, out there. Him and Gabe Gundacker are like two yes. of my like future yes. husbands. And uh, when people don't know who they are, it's a real shame. I was saying mm. to my boyfriend last night, you know how like for the Eternals advertising, they've been putting like you know like Tango and like the photo of you know whoever it is. I wish they would someone just would edit it that style and put like Michi. Zendaya's like, Michi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not gonna happen. But uh, I'm not gonna do it. Text from Agent Norris: Meep is not a queer icon, according to him, and I would like to throw hands. I mean, look, I, I'm not gonna speak for the whole community, uh, but uh, Meep to me is just fabulous, especially the rainbow. Meep is a bisexual icon. I will speak for the community. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyways, we go back and he, Doof explains that he, he, well, first he static electricity shocks 
uh, Perry the Platypus and calls him Puffy the Fuzzy Puss, um, with oh. and then throws him against the wall, <laughs> William. Uh, and then he goes through why he has the carpeting. It's like, listen, I have a lot of backstories. We don't have time to get into all my emotional trauma today, but you are a good therapist, Perry. But let's hit the highlights of this emotional backstory. So he was, my favorite part was he was raised by ocelots because his parents abandoned him. That was my favorite part. Um, And then, so he like goes through everything and he talks about how uh, he went to the carnival. He smelled like pork. He took a balloon um, and he gave him a face, named him Balloony, signed it. Um, and put a smell on him, so or like uh, a uh, stay fresh forever thing, like uh, uh, fresh spray, like a last forever spray. spray, yeah, that's what it's, yeah, yeah. Um, so that he takes him home and then he's holding on to the he's doing his duties as a long gnome. Um, and then Balloony starts flying away and he can't grab him because he moves his hand, and then the the dad is like, nope. Uh, in in uh, Gimmelstump language. Well, I have to say that something about Phineas and Ferb that I love so much is like the lasting power because like I remember like SpongeBob and all these cartoons really well, but Phineas and Ferb, when he flashed back to the gnome, you know, I haven't watched that episode in a long time, but I remembered like, oh yeah, he was made to be a garden gnome and like that's fucked up. But I remembered that and I think Phineas and Ferb really should be remembered as one of the top tier cartoons if only for the fact that like it has the iconic moments that you remember from other shows like it they're all built in here mm-hmm. yeah um so i gotta ask navi thoughts on balloony uh spoiler alert uh balloony is uh an honorable mention for uh, uh the uh the who won the episode the mvp character award so that should tell you all you need to know i'm a big balloony fan uh, i kind of was surprised at how creepy he looked like i don't remember him being that creepy when i was a little, mm-hmm. little but i don't know about you guys yeah balloony should be blasted to hell just like <laughs> yeah but, but balloony is iconic Iconic and and creepy as hell are not mutually exclusive. (laughs) William has been referencing Balloony at least since season two started, if not earlier. Um, And he's been so excited. And I'm I'm just so, I think the Balloony runner, like my favorite part of the episode is the Colin Balloony showdown at the end. Um, But we get, we, so he wants the static electricity. So all the balloons come to him. Um, So yeah. So we go back. Ferb is tricking out the ship while uh, Phineas and Isabella are searching for Meep. Um, he tricks it out. There's a banger of a song. Uh, he fights. There's like a spaceship battle with uh, Mitch, uh, aka mm-hmm. Meep's dad. Um, Mitch, then... voiced by voiced by the great David Mitchell. Mm-hmm. One uh, of David Mitch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've told the story about how when I was in summer camp, I changed my name to. I told everyone my name was Mitchell. have i told that story i was it because you uh wanted to be like mitchell musso no it was because uh i was like insecure about having a latino name Mm. and then so i went and then for a week and then like it was inspired by mitchell musso because i'm like okay give me some like a name that i yeah i was like well there's no denying that it was inspired by mitchell musso (laughs) (laughs) but then and then the year later i went back and then someone was like mitch what's that i'm like 
who the fuck are you talking about? Oh, that's me. <laughs> um, yeah. It's either that uh, or Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Lucas? Uh, wait, let me see. Uh, Moises. <laughs> Moises. That's not. That's not better. <laughs> You're looking for a less Latin name. It's not Moises. Jake T. <laughs> Jake uh, T. Austin. No. Um, Jake T. Austin. Yeah. Uh, uh, you guys should do like a Brant steal of like annoying little brother characters. Mm. Hunger Games. <laughs> the Hunger Games style. Yeah. Why, well, Naomi? Do, does it does it relate? Like, is it relatable to no. you as someone who hung out with me and Jacob in New York? Uh, annoying little brother characters. Yeah, I would I would classify both you and Jacob as annoying little brother characters. Um, I think I think it needs to be a a big brother Brant deal, and we call it <laughs> little brother. Little brothers, holy day! We're then, related. Like, out of out of nowhere, just like Max from Max and Ruby is like <laughs> he's the worst. Max and Ruby have parents this week. <laughs> I don't think they do. They were born. Well, I guess the I rabbits. Think their parents are dead. I think they've just been trying to sustain <laughs> on their own, and CPS has not checked in on them. Will could be both in the Little Brothers tribe and in the Big Brothers tribe. It's middle. No, child, middle, middle children don't count. You're yeah. you. You don't get to be either or. You are your own. Yeah, I, yeah, middle. Weird. Yeah, being a middle child is is a separate You're a big thing. Middle child. I get Sam's the benefits of neither. Child. Yes, you're just cursed. <laughs> you're in purgatory. Mergatory? Mergatory. <laughs> I like what you said about mergatory. Um, so, speaking of, Naomi, I, don't, I know you've been busy and you haven't listened to podcasts, but you have to listen to Will's Wandoff about Heather. Featuring I, listened, I listened to the Wandoff, but I was also like on a run for work, so I wasn't absorbing it fully. Mm-hmm. Was he was the one with the uh, Jennifer Coolidge, The Treasure by Bruno Mars. Oh, I didn't. I don't know why I didn't hear that one. Did I? Like, I think. I, I think it was, it was the, was the last, last one they played. Okay, then I, I haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. That sounds fucking hilarious. Because look, I, no offense to the Wandoffers, they're probably not going to hear it. They were middling. They were pretty middling, I would say, the other ones. So I'm very excited to listen to that. Yeah, Sam was robbed. You heard it here first. Um, and you won't hear it here last because I'll say it every week. <laughs> um, so they they end up going back to uh. Oh, Ferb is flying around, and he scoots past Vanessa, and he backs the fuck up because it's like, hey, baby, what's up? Uh, we're skipping over a very traumatizing moment here, Felipe. Although I will say, yes, we ship Vanessa and Ferb in this household. Um, Ferb's skin comes off, and his whole skull is out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was taking <laughs> notes, and then I looked up, and I was like, ew. And then I looked back at my notes. I'm like, I'm just going to finish writing what I was writing. <laughs> Hated that. Yeah, that that's scary. SpongeBob did that in one episode too. Oh, don't even get me started on that Sponge. When he shaves his sponge off, I don't even want to. Well, you missed out the Perry the Platypus, uh, the naked Perry the Platypus moment from the last episode that gave me the heebie-jeebies. I'm afraid to Google naked Perry the Platypus, but I want to know. <laughs> All his fur came off in a suckinator thing. Oh. Yeah. But, anyway, so. Uh yeah, Candace Candace goes to the Bangaroo convention. It's dope as fuck. Um, I would go ten out of ten. Would recommend based on this this experience uh, this this the visuals. Um, but Meep tries to kick the mascots who are dressed kind of like Mitch, and then their security guards, in which I say a cab, 
Um, and Candace gets banned from Bangaroo because Meep also uh, declothes them in some capacity with his canonizer. Um, and to which I say again, ACAB. Uh, Bro, fuck those two security guards booting out Candace for no reason. Yeah, they were I also hope like, they go to you hell. dumb child, you dropped your toy. Like, the disrespect. I was not about it. So anyways, uh, Phineas and Ferb get caught in a tractor beam as Candace is going home with Meep. And uh, Meep uh, shows the photos to Candace. Is like, oh, that's not your dad. That's a mugshot. Oh. Navi. Question. Would you have considered the first photo a mugshot? Or would you have thought it was his dad? I would have thought it was his dad. He looked really yeah because he was smiling in it and like i don't know the background didn't look like a typical mugshot the bottom had a barcode though the bottom had what i assume was his name i thought it was just like yeah Uh, but uh uh i thought it was a uh, prison number the mustache was very inviting uh i have never heard of a mustache being inviting that is not a verb wow. that I would use. You, you're uh, uh, talking to the wrong people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love your mustache, but I wouldn't say it's inviting. Oh, wow. Mm. Controversial. Okay. Are you Naomi's mustache? Just gonna... Now that's inviting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How dare. Put you um, backstage. <laughs> I don't think you can. Um. So we go, so Phineas and Ferb are abducted. Big Mitch introduces himself as Mitch. Some people call him Big Mitch. Uh, and More like they, Big Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi's just like, noping, Will. <laughs> I mean, Mitch is a bitch, to be fair. Um, I was No, I was just thinking about David Williams and how much I love him and how much we should do a would I lie to you, Renap episode, yes. but like it never gets sold the right way. It would work perfectly on Renap, mm-hmm. and yet we keep misfiring. But our, our numbers are growing. You need it's to you, pitch it. yeah, it's not, it, it, it's us, and then it's Grace, and then nobody else. <laughs> you have Akiva's DMs open. You can, you can, you can hit him up with that. I've pitched it before. Trust me, I've pitched it before. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. We'll get there yeah. eventually. Also, so, uh, uh, David Mitchell's wife, uh, Victoria Corin Mitchell, who hosts uh, Only Connect, and now she's on Taskmaster too. She's great. Oh, Only Connect is a great show. If you yeah. guys, I love ever, Only like, Connect. Yeah, if you're ever bored on YouTube, like Only Connect is such like a satisfying little like thing to have on. Is it the puzzle one? Mm-hmm. That they played on the BNB one time, and it was like super complicated. Oh no, that was oh uh, well on the BNB maybe With Miles Nye. Oh. I'm not sure. I was like no, very yeah. confused, but no, that that only connect is a game where basically there are four images or sequences or like words or you know whatever, and you have to figure out what the connection between all four of them are. So mm-hmm. it could be like, it could start out with like reverse ginger. family feud. No, it's like you could start out with like ginger and then uh something something something, and then it'll you know it could be ginger baby, and then you'd realize it's the Spice Girls, but like it's more complicated than that. Okay. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. It is it is one of the hardest game shows. Yes. To to get something right, which also means it's the most satisfying when you actually figure something out. It's it's an it's a very fun show. 
So once we get Will on Jeopardy, we can get Will on Only Connect. I gotta right. move. I gotta move first, but yeah. Yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, so, speaking of connections, uh, Phineas and Ferb and Isabella are like, "Nah, this is a misconnection. We're gonna go hang out with the aliens uh, instead." I don't know if that transition worked, but I tried. We tried. Candace and Meep are talking, and Meep is like the baseball, and Candace is like, "Huh?" And then Meep is like, "You know what? Give it to me. I'll do it." And he like joysticks it. And then he's like, okay, see how it works. And then later they get on a bicycle using all those baseballs to s- skyrocket to the spaceship. Um, yeah. I thought this was a super funny episode. Like, Phineas and Ferb is a funny show, but like, you know, the stuff with like Ferb getting swatted around by, uh, you know, the hand that Fer- like Phineas was controlling to this moment where like Candace and Meep have their sort of charades. I thought this was so, yeah. like, I was laughing. Mm-hmm. Every and there were some fun lines like when, uh, Phineas is like, he talks more than Ferb, but he only says meep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, we go back to Duke, who is now dressed as a sock. Will, did you write down the name of the innator? Um, maybe it's on the wiki. Uh, it was, it was dressed as a something sock. like the static something amplify innator. Yeah. Uh, I it's... saw someone I saw someone on TikTok uh recreate this costume that Doofenshmirtz is wearing. Wait, I was going to no, say if you don't go with their, Nigel Thornberry next year you could go That was their Halloween costume was this big sock thing. That's silly. I saw a TikTok where someone wore this deranged Phineas cone nose that Naomi Is that sent what I me. sent you? Yeah. Yeah, Naomi sent it to me. Um Navi, we got to get you on the TikTok now that Twitter doesn't want you. Oh, I would love Navi on TikTok. Yeah, but I wouldn't know what to TikTok about. You don't have to. Also, you don't it's have like to very make a TikTok. It's just like, fun to watch. Yeah, but I don't know. It's like very intimidating because, like, it's just like all at once at you. You know, like there's just a yeah. bajillion things, and I get really mm-hmm. distracted easily. I'm like, I'm deleting <laughs> this off my phone. I like disassociating into TikToks. Felipe, put it up on the screen. I, I screenshotted it. What? I can't Check do that on, on a... Because I don't have screenshot. No, StreamYard. Put it up. Oh, here. Send it to me on Twitter. I'm literally sharing my screen right now. This is so uninteresting for the podcast. How do you share screen on StreamYard? It, it's backstage. It's backstage. Scroll down. It's backstage. Settings. No, no, no. <laughs> Never mind. Forget this. Okay. <laughs> we we got to go soon. We got we to speed this up. Um, so yeah, Candace, Candace and me, they end up in space. Candace chases the kids through the alien stuff. Meanwhile, Meep confronts Mitch. Uh, Doof does his little shimmy around the carpet area, and all the balloons come through. All the clowns are crying, as they should. Fuck clowns. Um, and Doof does say that the technical side of evil is very underappreciated in society. As he's which... rubbing his butt on some carpet. <laughs> <laughs> He was moonwalking at some point, too, which was very impressive. I feel like Doof can turn it out at the club. Do you think Doof throws it back? <laughs> I I want to delete this episode. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, uh, they it, all the balloons show up. They take Perry and Doof up to the skyship and interrupts Meep and Mitch's confrontation. And Doof is like, oh, I understand what's happening here. This is a nemesis. I have one too. I don't want to interrupt. I will show myself out. He goes, hits the 
elevator button. And who does he see? Balloony. The betrayal. And then he's like, Balloony. And he's like, come on, Balloony, let's go home. And Mitch is like, nah, that's Colin. Who the fuck is Balloony? He's like, no, this is Balloony. He has my name signed on him. I gave him his face. And Colin's like, that is a birthmark. And he's like, okay, Balloony, pick a side. And Balloony stays because Balloony is a balloon. The betrayal of the century. Yeah. Balloony, you disrespectful bastard. That man gave you life. And you did this to him. Balloony went and emancipated himself. And so at least Doof is like, you know what, Balloony? I don't need you anymore. You were my best friend, but I have a better best friend. He listens to me. He is a therapist. He's a great listener. My best friend is Perry the Platypus. And Perry the Platypus walks by and kicks Doof and works out. <laughs> um, and he's like, save me, or whatever. Uh, but we go back to Phineas and Ferb. Uh, and Phineas is like, oh my god, something's happening with the cuteness meter. And Isabella's like, you know... My, I'm right here. I'm very cute. And Phineas is like, oh, I took that into account how cute you are when I made this. Like, it shouldn't interfere. See, this is what happens if I change the settings and let it interfere. And then the thing breaks. Um, so Phineas does care about Isabella, I guess. Isabella getting all the validation here that she As deserved we throughout love the episode. reassurance and validation. We love that. Um... So Candace unlocks Meep. Oh, yeah, so Meep is trapped in a thing because of uh, of Mitch, and Mitch is about to obliterate the children, and Candace is like, not so fast. She takes the baseball thing and pops Meep's lock out, and Meep jumps out, kicks some ass, takes the mustache from uh, Mitch, and thanks everyone. He's like, I'm an intergalactic space buster for scoundrels. And Candace is like, oh, you bust people too? Just like me. And that she, he was like, that's why we bonded. Because we both love busting. As, as the great uh, uh, Ray Parker Jr. once said, busting, busting makes me feel good. good. There you go. Amen. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Meep. What did I write? Oh, oh, the alien comes out. Meep's mother-in-law is the alien. So Candace's like, I will never judge a book by its cover again. Full circle moment. The mother-in-law comes out. Candace yeets out of there. And Meep is like, listen, that's my mother-in-law. So let's run. <laughs> you probably um, love your mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. And then we get the, we get the credits, uh, which is Chronicles of... It's a teaser for Chronicles of Meep, episode 40, Meepless in Seattle. Meepless in Seattle. I think Jess Sterling and Sarah Ferguson need to cover on shit 90 shows well meepless in seattle is a phineas and ferb episode in season three yes like that so. that we will watch that eventually we definitely I, I, I hope uh yeah maybe i'll reach out to them see if we want to do like a pod on pod sort of thing is sleepless in seattle a 90s movie or is it early 2000s no it's, it's a it's, it's a movie they already covered oh. once yeah yeah they did we can do another one <laughs> um one of my favorite bits my friends ever did was they did a um, a Twitter where it was movies without the S, and so they did like Ipla in Seattle. Like mm-hmm. it, it just like it's the dumbest idea possible, but it's so funny when you think about it for like like Jaw, you know, like it, it's just it, it's so dumb. <laughs> Wait, going? what was the theme? Movies, movies without, the, without S? the S, and that was Jaw. a Halloween party. No, 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 that was like a, a Twitter they made. They would just oh. tweet movie names without S's in it. Uh, Jewel okay. of Rock. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. Anyways, do we have any thoughts on the episode before we take a break for feedback? Uh, good song, right? Like, yeah. I had a I had a blast. I think I love that there was a a, a sort of a, a teaser at the end for next time on. Like, great. Yeah, I I loved everything about this episode. I did too, Navi. Let's give you the floor. What do you wanna What do you wanna talk about with this episode before you dip? No, I really enjoyed the episode as well. I do think this is probably the best episode of Phineas and Ferb we've watched so far. Like having not so much more so listening to you guys talk through it and me just like being like, yeah, that was a really good moment. Yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, yeah, that's about it for me. Um, on in terms of the. Ep- episodes you can go on with the uh, yeah well Navi where can people not keep up with you and what's a pop (laughs) (laughs) well you can uh, not follow me on twitter at cause I'm Navi Um, as for a pop culture plug uh, seeing as how our guest here uh, worked on uh, this project I actually watched uh, Survivor New York season four uh, about a, like a few weeks ago I loved it so much especially like once they got to the swap like I felt like the season really picked up after that um, I don't want to say anything else in case you haven't watched it but I love Andrea wow. she was my favorite on that season <laughs> one of the funniest people I know I, Navi thank you so much DM me all of your thoughts I want to know well you can't now because you're not on Twitter but uh, <laughs> send me all of your thoughts <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, can, I can give you Naomi's number if you want Navi. Ring, ring. Okay. Yeah. Um, Navi, have a lovely dinner and uh, we miss you already. And yeah, yeah we'll take a quick. Yeah, I'm going to go and uh, bug my boss for like yes. a few hours. We're <laughs> going to take a quick musical break. And then when we come back, we will do feedback, which Navi has sent us already. So Navi <laughs> will be heard. Yes. My afterburners, I'm a bullet whizzing by I'm 0260 light years in the blink of an alien eye I'm in a shaking, baking, stinking, smoking like a vertical climb If I was going any faster, I'd be going back in time Leaving nothing but a vapor trace In my ride from outer space Yeah Banshee through a nebula and slingshot through the sun. Don't look no further, Betty, cause you know I'm number one. I'm chopped and flamed and bombed and filled, you got to trick it out. When I burn through your dimension, you'll know what it's all about. I can tell, girl, from that look there on your face. Yo, digging my ride from outer space. Oh, you're digging it, baby. My ride from outer space. 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 It's really fast. Make a new friend, bitch.
that song cracked me up the musical break was so was funny the funniest right? we've had so far yeah i've got some feedback uh so so some emails from from giovanni is mitch the funniest name for a villain or the silliest name for a villain i think dirty bubble is up there Dirty Bubbles funny. I th- yeah, I think the the SpongeBob villains really have have some Plankton. funny names. Sheldon or Big Bass, whatever his name is. No, I think Mitch is a hilarious name. Like Mitch is like when you name like a dog a human name, Craig. like your dog's yeah. like Kevin or something. You know. Shout but- out to my friend Eduardo and my friends Eduardo and Meredith who have a cat named Craig. Exactly. Very very funny. Um, and so I think Mitch is a perfect absolutely correct perfect name for a villain big mm-hmm. mitch or mitch which one do you prefer just mitch i think mitch is much funnier than big mitch yeah big mitch is too close to big meech <laughs> i mean he kind of was acting like big meech at the end when he got his mustache taken yeah, yeah. um would you would you all watch a a meep and big mitch spinoff show absolutely i would probably watch that before the next episode of Finance for yeah, uh, Meep versus Mitch reminds me a lot of like Stitch, like Lilo and Stitch, like Stitch versus like the Galactic Federation, you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of. Or Buzz Lightyear Captain the Gantu. TV show. Captain Gantu. What? what? The Buzz Lightyear TV show, the two D one. I have, I have, I am ignoring that. I am not letting that permeate my brain. I the am Buzz Lightyear two D TV show from like back in the day. Oh no 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 no! Not, no, not the I'm Chris Pratt the Buzz as Buzz Lightyear hot. show. Chris Evans. No, that's a movie, and also yes, uh, Chris Evans. Yeah, sorry, wrong, wrong, Chris voicing a beloved childhood character of mine. Yeah, that that, that thing about. is not taking up space in my brain. No, I did love the um, <laughs> I love the kids show, and like somebody posted that on like TikTok or like Twitter or something like this would be an iconic costume, and it would like there are so many great '90s, 2000s kids shows that would be like perfect costumes. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Legion of Doom on the Brazilian Dragon, each going as a classic '90s car- or Zillennial cartoon uh, Halloween costume, uh, with Nicole as Bob the Builder, myself as Danny Phantom, and Jacob as Leonardo the Ninja Turtle. Oh no! Nice. Uh, AKA speaking, him wearing a Ninja Turtle onesie. Speaking of uh, uh, costumes, John John tweeted at us: uh, "Is Meep a good costume for a pet?" Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I think it's a perfect costume for a pet. Put your Tell cat Xander to put cat. his uh put his uh cat in the in the meat costume next year. Especially if you, especially your if you have like Xander, a yeah. um like a white cat. Yeah, that's the thing is like like my brother has a cat um who is my niece, uh but that's not as funny as um as like a an all white cat. I did get a photo of the cat today here. She kind of uh, she could be a meat, but also meat doesn't technically have ears. Like he takes the hat off, and it's like. She she she's not all white. Like you need like your pure white cat to like be meat for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I can make my cat I, be like Nibbler or something. That'd be funny. I think Jay's cat Tony would be great for. A, a yeah, good Jay. Take our advice. Yeah. 
Um, um, I think that's all the feedback I have. Cool, 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 cool. Should we get into our our shenanigans that we do? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so, so I guess, I guess, uh. We don't need to answer this question because usually this question is for Navi. Is this better than reading? Uh, Navi says this is not better than reading. Uh, uh, going on a space adventure because it's it's too much effort. <laughs> we love that classic um, Navi. What was what was the so the title of the song in this episode? My ride from outer space. Uh, what kind of what kind of playlist would you put this song on? Like a hype playlist, maybe. Yeah, this is know. like uh, getting ready. If you're in the car, you're you're, you're blasting this shit. It's a bop. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like the best song Phineas and Ferb has ever produced? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gitchy gitchy goo, and we all know that. But um, no, I'm just kidding. Not to Will. <laughs> Will says S I M P. It squirrels my pants, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I do think that this is a good song. It's on the hype playlist, you know. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think it's a good driving song. Oh mm. yeah. Um, let's see. Pass or fail on this this innator. I had it I had it a second ago and I clicked away from I think it. It, it was, would impress it was, his professor. Does does this impress his professor? Definitely. He got all the balloons in the tri-state area. I think the, the commitment to the full sock costume and the the moonwalk, I, I think it impresses me. It it does. It would it would impress. Press, impress uh dr habarlik yeah uh so let's let's go into the the spreadsheet portion of of this uh of this feedback segment yeah, so, so let's just uh recap for naomi so uh i will try to screen share here so uh, yeah so we we have we have five tiers uh so instead of a through f we have from top to bottom our top tier is the queen of mars tier uh, followed by the yummy, yummy, yummy tier, then the okay tier, then satellite fell to Earth, and then the actively bad episodes are in the busted tier. Um, and I think we're, I think we're probably all in agreement on this one. Can you see uh, this, Naomi? Yes. Navi, Navi sent us an email before she left um, that this episode is, of course, top tier, Queen of Mars tier, uh, best episode we've seen so far. Um, yeah. And I. I think I agree with that too. This is my favorite. Maybe not even just in season two. I think this is the best episode we've seen. End of sentence. I, I would need to marinate on that. Hot take. I mean, I agree with you, Will, on the idea that this is absolutely a ta- tippy top tier episode of Phineas and Ferb. It's got what I, I think what I love most about Phineas and Ferb is it captures that part of cartoons that is like anything can happen Things are going to get weird. Characters are interesting to look at. They're fun. We're going on wild adventures. And I love that about this episode. It is like mm-hmm. a top tier episode. Yeah, I definitely agree that it's top tier. And that's also why I put it in the Queen of Mars tier or the Memento tier, top Memento tier. Um, just for some housekeeping, we still have nothing in the busted tier, which I think is a good sign so far. Um so yeah, I, I think if we were doing these tiers in the first season, I can think of maybe two episodes that would have been in that that bottom tier. I think we're kind of reserving it for the ones that we actively don't like. 
True. Um, That's fair. So if an episode's just like boring, it's probably that that next to bottom tier. But yeah. the yeah, the the problematic ones are are in the bottom tier. And and luckily we haven't gotten any of those so far this this season. We love that. Yeah. So uh our Okay, so should we move on to who won season two? Yeah. So yeah. Navi says that uh, Big Mitch wins this episode. Um, she gave an honorable mention to Balloonie slash Colin, um, but but she gave the the point to Mitch here. Love that. Um, am I going next, or should we give it to our guest? I don't know who you think wins the episode, Felipe. Okay. Well, first things first. I got to ask my requisite question can i give nosy the point of course not fuck okay uh so i will be giving the point to meep because meep was the star meep got things done meep was adorable and meep was voiced by lorenzo lamas yeah i forgot to mention how much i loved that bit where like they they started off the episode telling you meep is voiced by lorenzo lamas and then you get to the episode and the only word Meep ever says is just Meep in, in the very high-pitched voice. And you're like, did they really get Lorenzo Lamas just to make this one sound? Uh, and then at the end, he you know puts on the mustache translator and it actually is Lorenzo Lamas who really like twisted the twist. But uh, I thought that was a really, really funny bit. I, I agree. Um, so do we, Will, who, who did you give your point to? Uh, I, I think I alluded to this earlier that uh, I, I loved Isabella's confidence in this episode, her knowing that she's the cutest one around, uh, finally getting the validation at the end mm. where, where Phineas had already like calibrated the system for her cuteness. Um, I, I gave it to Isabella here. We love that. Um, and then Naomi, be our first guest to put a point on the board. I gotta say the MVP of this episode is Meep because, first of all, Phineas and Ferb and Isabella were just running around that fucking spaceship being like, oh, we're just gonna go over here. We're just gonna go over here. Like, you guys are so dumb. Like, don't you know what danger is when it's literally looking you in the face? And Meep saves their butts. Honorary mention to Candace, who also uh, puts together how to help her brothers and realizes it's not even worth trying to bust them. She's just got to help the good of humanity. Loved it for Candace, but Meep for sure. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Balloony for not never getting a point, but it, it had to be done because Meep yeah. deserved it. Balloony's creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. Amen. He'll be back in season three, I think. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I think Balloony is iconic, but iconic as, like, I don't know, a, he is more a plot device than he is a character. That's very fair. Um, and as let's just state it for the record, Balloonie is not as creepy as the fucking bugs from James and the Giant Peach. Yeah. Wait, say that. Um, Sorry, say that again. I was reading something. Oh, Balloonie is not as creepy as any of the characters in James and the Giant Peach. Correct. Yeah. Um, but that about does it for our episodes, to, right? To recap our our rankings right now doofenshmirtz still way in the lead with seven total points uh candace perry the platypus isabella and stacy all have three points we love that isabella um, went from having zero at the beginning of this day to having to now being ahead of ferb and jenny yeah um well jenny we never see jenny 
we the one episode we saw Jenny in in the season is the episode she got points. Uh, Ferb, Ferb, Jenny, uh, Doofenshmirtz's Spritz's ex girlfriend, and Meep all have two points. And then wait, there's, wait. Uh, there's a bunch of people with one. Doofenshmirtz's ex girlfriend who broke up with him and married a whale. Yeah, has two points. Just for Naomi to to understand. I mean, th- that episode was not very good. Everyone else kind of sucked in that episode. Yeah, I gave it to the baby turtles. Uh, anyways, clean. do we have any final thoughts on this shenanigans? Um, I just want to tell everybody to check out What I Lie to You or check out um, anything David Mitchell does. He's a hilarious British comedian. Yeah. And, and uh, I love that he was the voice this episode. We love that. Um, yeah. Uh, so definitely check out those recommendations from Naomi. Speaking of Naomi recommendations, Naomi, what else do you have going on in the streets of the world of the podcast of social media? Well, myself, Nicole Horn, the icon, and Gia Worthy are covering this season of Project Runway for Silent Podcast. It is mm. awesome. It is so much fun. I love talking to them. Um, we are in episode three, which is a Halloween episode. We just recorded it this morning. Um, I-, I-, I love that podcast. It's so much fun to do. And uh, as Navi said, you can check out Survivor New York 4. We worked really hard on it, and it's so much fun. Um, other than that, uh, I don't know. Um, I've plugged a lot of things. Watch what else do you girl. have going on once a month? Oh, yeah, we're doing the Nao movies. Do you yes. not? Do people not know that if you're subscribed to this podcast, you should be subscribed to the Brazilian Dragon podcast? I would highly doubt that. But if there's that one person out there, <laughs> correct your shit. <laughs> yes. Um, and where can people keep up with you on the Twitter? At Naomi Calhoun. That's Love me. that. Uh, and a pop culture plug. Um, I don't know. Watch Dairy Girls or something. Mm. Um, I think you plugged that last shows. time too. I know, but it's like it's it's one of my favorite shows. Like it really is just like um such a fun uh fun fun TV show, and I love it, and I think about it all the time. We love to see it. You know, William, what about you? What do we have on everyone and their brother? Uh, so sometime soon. I don't know when this episode is releasing. So so we'll have a, a Halloween special talking about some ghoulish foods, a, a twist on our uh, old podcast, Foolish Foods, where we talk about some ghoulish foods that are weird Halloween foods. Um, that'll be coming out soon. You can follow me anywhere at Davis Comma Will. Uh, or that podcast at EATV Podcast. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, pop culture-wise, uh, Naomi mentioned Gabe Gundacker earlier, uh, so I'm going to plug his... Uh, I think it might have been my introduction to him, if not some of his vines. Um, his album that he made in 2016 called I Want to Meet Richard Dreyfus. Ah. It, it's an album on Spotify that's got like 10 songs in it about how he wants to meet Richard Dreyfus. Uh, it is very funny. Uh, Wasn't so Richard Dreyfuss in James and the Giant Peach? Yes, he was. He was the voice of the centipede. Um, he was in Jaws. He was in Jaws. <laughs> and also, Gabe Gundacher Jaws. also did a whole uh, album of, um, he made different songs for like other Wii sports that don't yeah. exist. So like Wii, Bolt, like Wii Croquet and Wii Snorkeling. That, that music is so good. So people should mm. go listen to that album too. Yeah. Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> but better. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then you can catch me on the Brazilian Dragon podcast. Uh, we do Scooby Snacks and Chats. We do the Neo Movies. 
We're doing a sex education podcast tomorrow with AJ Norris and Caitlin Glacken, which I'm super about the show. About. Yes, but also if you have questions about that, probably better than whatever than many schools in the country, we could probably give you better sexual education uh, SRI um, than better than what Candace is getting. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and then yeah, so just some fun shenanigans on the Brazilian dragon. Also. We're delayed because of my move, but Kate Evans and I, we're going to continue the tradition every October, this year, November, we're going to continue our tradition of talking about the Halloween Town movies, so Halloween Town High will be a podcast that we drop Mm. in early November, hopefully. Um, Apologies for the delay, but a cross-country move is no joke, so, and Kate is also uh, busy as well, so that, that is something that I'm excited to talk about. In terms of pop culture plugs. Um, last night I watched The Muppets Haunted Mansion and it was a fun time with my friend. And then we watched The Real Haunted Mansion uh, movie with Eddie Murphy. So watch those if you're feeling spooky. That is such a classic. I Did I text you or did I say to my friends I need to text Naomi and then not text you about The Haunted Mansion last mm-hmm. night? Is it deranged? I, I think I remember it being deranged. I, I, we didn't watch the whole thing because then when we were talking a lot, um, I, my friend is watching Survivor South Pacific. Um, and she has hilarious commentary about Brandon, about uh, Semhar, about Stacy. Like she's watching South Pacific. It is a trip. So I, I asked her all my questions. Um, she really wants Jim to lose. And spoiler alert, uh, she might listen to this, so maybe I won't spoil it. But don't spoil it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do we have a hashtag for this episode? Hashtag Meep is a queer icon, obviously. Hashtag Meep is a queer icon. William? Until next time. Corndog, corndog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye! I know you know what you're doing today. I know you know what you're doing Isabella Buford Phineas and Ferb Candace gonna bust you if you